guys, this is Seth. And this is Rich. And, and welcome, welcome to the Adulting, Adulting Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Adulting Podcast. We made it, Seth. We made it through our first episodes in the first few weeks of the new year. I'm still alive, people. Got no evil eye on me. How's 2021 treating you so far, Rich? Surprisingly not too bad. I'm just, you know, forcing myself to stay active and doing mm-hmm. things that I like. You know this winter is going to be harsh and we need to do like everything we can to make ourselves feel good. Yeah, I agree. I don't know about you, Sev, but ever since we started planning this episode, it just kept me craving for nightlife, going oh, out, going out for drinks, going to bars, house I parties, know. the restaurant. You remember the Marcus? <laughs> I swear, once restaurants are going to open up, we need to be the first ones on that wait list. Marcus, where are you at? Sponsor us. This guy's been talking about you ever since you closed. Watch us. Dinner and brunch <laughs> in less than 24 hours. I don't care. Yeah. For those of you who aren't from Montreal, Marcus is where all the cute boys are at, always dressed in suits, and the music's pretty good. A little overrated in my opinion, but I mean, I love their olives. Oh my god. Last time we were there, you literally were harassing them with those extra olives <laughs> all the time. Yeah, it's been my go-to drink since 2019. If you love gin and olives, you know what I'm talking about. Get a dirty martini with extra olives. Well, there's that, and then there's like ordering extra olives five times in a row. Like, come <laughs> on, girl, that poor waitress, she hated you at the end of the night. I know, I was so bad. I had way too many martinis that night. But you know, it makes me feel fancy. But you know what I miss the most? It's dancing Mm -hmm. all night. Mm -hmm. Just hugging each other and being all stuck to each other on the dance floor. I really miss that. I keep telling those girls at the office that what I miss the most is going clubbing. And they all told me they're too old for that because they're over 30. Girl, I do not care. Even if clubs open up and I get, like, I'm 37, you will see me in the middle of that dance floor getting low. I don't care. You think it's going to take, like, 10 years? I don't know. I I hope not. But, like, I'm just saying, it's a metaphor. It's like a figure of speech. You think once places open up, they'll treat? us like influencers like hey the adulting podcast crew table at fly gin friday no 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 girl i think we're getting a little sidetracked here i mean you guys know where this episode is going flirting going out clearly this leads us to relationships i'm super excited because i feel like we have a lot to talk about and i think you guys relate to us most on this topic and it's a pretty big topic too so we decided to start with the whole before being in a relationship thing and uh, the first stop is well being single so take it away sam okay i'm ready for my monologue so for those of you who know me you guys know how passionate i am about this i feel like everyone wants to be in love but we've all been in that phase where you want to know nothing about it and sometimes to protect yourself you know it's super important as a first step to a relationship you really have to be in the right mindset like if you have doubts that you might not be ready for someone listen to that gut feeling and you know take your time don't rush it yeah don't go around breaking people's hearts and dating for a couple of times just to ditch them after because you're not ready obviously some people use that as an excuse you know which i really don't recommend by the way like just have the balls to be straight up honest and when you don't like someone you know yeah that's a red flag but if you feel like you're really not in the mindset and it, it's not that you're just afraid it's really that you're not ready for it then don't start looking yeah i agree but there's that and there's also not being ready to get hurt again mm-hmm. you know there's always a risk of being hurt so you can't just not date because of that i know we both can relate to that especially me <laughs> but i mean it's hard and it's scary and you have to be mentally strong enough to accept it 
so that if dates don't go well or a guy might not end up liking you you have to be okay with it and not take it too personally i know it's really hard to do yeah though. but you have to be ready to put yourself out there yeah exactly i remember trying to go on dates when i wasn't mentally ready for it and i almost always sabotaged myself and richie would give me this whole speech of you got to get out there you got to let yourself get hurt and not be afraid of it i am what people call a pusher <laughs> i push people to get out of their comfort zones like it's really important i push you i put i'm telling you if you need to be pushed call me yeah But see, I feel like there's a major problem also, especially in North America. There's this pressure of being in a relationship, especially at a certain age. Like, I didn't used to live in Canada, and I never felt this way. My friends also who live in Europe, for example, and lived a few months here, they felt the same way. I feel like we put way too much pressures on ourselves to be perfect in every sense of the way, meaning like having a perfect relationship and not being single. Yeah, it's really true. If you're single, people, they always like, oh, how are you single? Like, yeah. What's wrong? Or like, how long has it been since your last relationship? Yeah, you know? as if that's a red flag, you know, it can be stressful to cope with mm -hmm. that. I think everyone's path is very different. My parents, for example, they met as teenagers and they've been together ever since. But some of the best couples I know, they met at 30, 35 years years old and they're just as happy you just got to focus on yourself and make yourself happy mm -hmm. and some of our listeners they know that i talk a lot about rupaul but he did say something that i'm quoting he says if you can't love yourself how, how the, the hell, hell you gonna love, love somebody, somebody else, else? <laughs> but you know it's really important love yourself before you love someone else you are your biggest relationship in your life and no matter who comes and goes in your life you are always going to be there amen self-growth is super important and so is loving yourself knowing who you are and what you want in life uh i found that i was completely different dating when i was lost in my life versus dating when i was an accomplished version of myself and mm. i felt like i wanted to share the kind of person that i was with someone else very nice rich very nice very nice you know how to like borat <laughs> so much yeah rich and i talk a lot about the self-growth we've done but breakups have honestly been the best time to reflect and grow In life, you know, when things get rough, fine, it's okay to be sad and to live it out. You gotta do it. But it's so important to look inwards when things really don't work out. You know, sometimes you can be the one having to work stuff out. Yeah. They always say that if you can't find the problem... Yeah, well, maybe you're the problem. <laughs> exactly. And I Obviously, there's two sides to every story, so I don't think you're always the problem. Yeah. Clearly, no. But I'm a big fan of, you know, being better and always striving to be a better human being, a better yeah. person, or even a better boyfriend. And all that, even if I'm dating someone who clearly wasn't right for me. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always something that you can work on for the future. Yeah, sometimes you can be a big part of the problem and you need to find the strength to say, okay, I realized this wasn't the best situation. Yeah, but you always ask yourself, how can I work on myself for the next time I meet someone? Yeah, and I think you and I are big on working on ourselves after a breakup. Yeah, when I'm single, I always work on myself to be better. And so in between relationships, I grow, I become a different person. And like, dare I say, better than I was. Okay. You know, you know some people change for the worse, yeah. yes, but it's not everybody you know most yeah. of us we change for the better mm -hmm. we live and we learn and that's what's important exactly like when i have a breakup i'm not gonna lie i get almost excited about it but a warrior? <laughs> like come on 
<laughs> no, but like, okay, obviously it's a huge emotional roller coaster and、mm-hmm. you go through different stages of grief and everything. But I mean, breakups are so good for your soul if you're willing to hold yourself partly accountable and like change for the better. I find the happiest I've ever been was when I healed from a breakup and I was single. And at some point, I found it weird that I was even happier at that point than I was in the relationship itself. Girl, I mean, if you're looking for breakups, like, I know a lot of emotionally unavailable guys that are just waiting to hit you up. I just didn't know you were like that kind of girl. <laughs> Please break my heart, guys. So, guys, her phone number is 514. Stop. I'm not looking for a breakup, guys. I'm very happy right now. Girl, you got something to say? <laughs> I have nothing to declare. You sure about that? Back to dating. Okay. <laughs> I really think you have to go through that phase to get in the right mindset. You know what I'm talking about.、Mm-hmm. It's hard hearing someone else that you loved or used to be in love in, with at some point tell you all your flaws, which I feel like usually happens during a breakup. Yeah, sadly. But you have two options here. Either one, you cry about it and stay sad, or two, you cry about it. Then you talk shit about who done you wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then you look into yourself, see what's true and what's not, and you grow from it. Yeah, no, you can't force yourself to go back into dating. You have to let time do its thing and get you there by itself. Yeah, it's so important for when you start dating to stay in that positive mindset and like really a hopeful state. And it can be hard to stay in it. So when you feel like you're getting a little down, just take a break. You know, don't put those high expectations on yourself when you're going on dates. Oh, yeah, no. Refresh your mind, focus on yourself. And like when you're happy with yourself again, that's when you go for it. Yeah. I found that when you feel good, you know, it radiates.、Mm-hmm. It's almost like you attract people in your life. Yes. I really believe in attracting people with the right energy. If you're not happy by yourself, no one is going to feel that emptiness, girl. You got to do that yourself.、Mm-hmm. When you're happy, people can feel your energy and it makes them want to be around you. My dad always told me birds with the same feathers flock together. Wait, how, how does that apply here, though? I, I don't know. I just thought it was a cute quote. No, but you know it's because birds, it just means like friends or.、Mm. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> but you don't have any good bird noises, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, okay, okay. Here's my pigeon, guys. Are you ready for this? Okay, wait.、Oh、so there's, there, here's the pigeon. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's more like an owl. <laughs> no, no, come on. Like an owl is. It's like longer. It's like. Can I. Okay, okay, that's the owl is. Ooh. Like, you know, it's longer, but like,、mm. the pigeon is like, it's like, ooh, ooh. yeah, I don't care. I <laughs> think <laughs> we should just okay, move on. Okay, sorry about that, guys. So, okay, let's go back to what was it? The right mood today. Yeah,、yes. how do you do that, right? So,、um, <laughs> well, you know, being in that right mood, yes, okay, being in the right mood, it helps you knowing what you want. Yeah. Because you know yourself and you know what works and you know what doesn't、mm. work. So, First of all, don't be super picky.、Yeah. You know, there's some girls that say, like, oh, my future husband needs to have like, mysterious deep green or deep blue eyes.、Yeah. Or, you know, oh, I know I'm five foot two, but like, I won't date anybody that's under six feet. Like, girl, chill. Yeah, I'm five foot ten and even I'm okay with six feet, so. But I mean, you do say that you have to have someone that's taller than you when you wear your heels, right? I mean, not taller, at least like the same height.、Ah. You know, bonus points if you're taller than me when I'm wearing heels. But see, that's a non negotiable.、Mm. Everybody needs a couple of non negotiable things, honestly.、Yeah. Like for you, Sav, it's the height. For、mm. me, it's, you know, you need to have a good job. You need to have a nice nose. Nose? Really? Yeah, I have this thing for noses. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, 
I feel like the face it's like completed by the nose. You know, it's in the middle and it like flows mm. from it. It's like it has to be elegant. Okay, it's fine. So me, it's hiding you. It's noses. <laughs> Can you tell how qualified we are to give advice? Okay, no, I know it sounds. Weird. Let me just explain it. Okay, tell me what a cute nose. It is. has to be, you know, like kind of n- not too curved. I don't like it when they're curved. I like okay. when they're like pointy enough. But thin. Like when mm. you look at them from the front, they have to be thin enough. Oh, okay. But when they turn to the side, bam! That's oh. what it needs to be like, you know, oh, like dominant enough. Okay, but I got Subtle it. enough from it. the front. You get it? Got it, yeah. 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 That sounds special. Oh, come on. Okay, but for real, guys, we have to be open minded. It's okay to make mistakes, you know, because in love, everyone you meet, they'll teach you a lesson. You know a little bit more of what you want, especially what you don't want, and what you can or can't keep up with. You know, what's a deal breaker and what isn't. Obviously, I guess for some people it's noses. You but, know, you know. We're, we're not saying that you should date just anybody. Like, please do not date like cocaine dealers <laughs> just for the sake of it. Okay, that's not what we're encouraging. <laughs> yeah, no, don't force yourself to be with someone it doesn't click with. Uh, but sometimes it's those people who you date for a couple of weeks or even those relationships that you weren't expecting that teach you the most. That's true. Everyone has this one person they date or like just went on a date with that they still cringe about yeah no yeah mm. but these people they expose you to different points of views mm-hmm. values or even activities you know you learn by going outside of your comfort zone but again no cocaine dealers guys come on we're serious <laughs> no cocaine guys no no yeah but open-mindedness <laughs> is important and at the end of the day everything is experience yeah and that's what's something that's super important for me like yes experiencing or meeting different people it's good but yeah. there's also the experience of the action of dating itself mm-hmm. you know the more you go on dates the easier it's going to get every time yeah. you'll know more about the places that you want to go because like oh this place has not too much noise and the drinks are good but uh, don't go to the same place every time you have a date because then that's kind of awkward yeah or you're going to know which outfits you can wear to make yourself feel good about yourself and there's you know the conversation starters the jokes that you can make oh my god you're the worst on first days you always say the same joke and it always works <laughs> okay yes but it just makes it easier for me you know yeah. it works to set a better mood and it makes me feel good about myself because oh this person is laughing look at me i'm so amazing you know <laughs> like i know that this specific comment that i'm gonna say well it's gonna work so i'm just yeah. gonna say it you know how important it is to feel good about yourself we said it it makes you radiate yeah it's true obviously there's always going to be a little awkward moments when you go on date and it's normal like right at the beginning no matter how many dates you go on it's still going to be awkward but see i've come to learn how to deal with those awkward moments okay tell me yeah like i'm so chill with them because i've done them so many times mm. and even in the first few minutes of the date like my trick is to always start by talking about the place that you're at okay or if we just met at the place directly like oh how was it for you to get here did you take yeah. the bus oh did you take the bus where do you live bam see it all okay. starts from there you know it always gets the conversation going like yeah. you arrive with a flow and with the motivation to get to know the person and they feel it and it makes it less awkward yeah that's true and even if you're not funny or you're feeling a little shy or awkward i mean it's okay you're just gonna learn yeah um it's okay to make mistakes mm-hmm. so sev before we close this topic yeah any tips for our listeners that have to go on dates like even if we're in a pandemic you know these people are trying to find love and they go on walks outside even if it's like minus 16 like what the hell yeah uh, so let's give them some tips yeah i mean it's, it's hard right now but i think the most important thing is not to take things personally that's one thing i've learned mm-hmm. we say it's important to be in a right mindset and a lot of the times the person you're on a date with they just might not be in a good place in their life for dating or not in a good mood. So, you know, whatever happens during the date, don't worry about it. Sometimes it could just be them that's just off that night. You know, that's something that I came to learn that people need to know. Dating 
it's all a game of luck. That's so true. Like, let's say you're swiping left and right on Tinder. Okay, okay. whatever app you're on. <laughs> uh, it could be that you are just having a meh night, you know, yeah. and you just swipe left on so many people. Yeah. But on a different day, this person, you would have swiped right, mm. you know? And let's say you're texting, you match with someone and you're texting and that person might have had a hard day at work. Well, maybe they're just texting and they're like, meh. Yeah, but that's me. And, yeah, and it turns you off. But maybe another day they would have texted better. So it's all about being at the right place at the right time. Yeah, I mean, about texting, I don't think we'll ever agree on it because I'm the worst texter. I mean, if you're not my mom, I'll literally forget to answer you for days. Oh, that's true. That's why me personally, I don't take it that badly if someone answers late or not at all. But I know you, Rich, you have a different opinion about it. Well, yeah, see, personally, I think that the way you write your text messages, that it says a lot. Yeah. And it's sad, cause, but we do live in a time where a lot of communication and dating, it goes through texting. And your text, like, they can't transmit how you feel. Obviously, there's people that say, like, oh, I don't interpret texts. Yeah. But even if you personally don't, well, the person that you're texting might be. So I would just say, try to make a small effort. You know, it can't hurt. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people relate to you. But I mean, I guess drunk texting isn't the best option. Yeah, no, there should be an option to block certain people when you're drunk. I swear, like, cause it, oh it my can happen God. very easily. There's probably an app for that. Do you need it? Well, no, because I don't drink anymore since Marcus is close. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, another tip that I have is to feel good before you date. Feel yourself. So if that means taking a bath, singing in the shower, dancing in front of your mirror f- to your favorite song, or cleaning your house. Oh my god, you do that's it. an adulting way to feel better. Yeah, and on my way to dates, and like I was I was taking the bus to get to my dates, and I had this bomb playlist that I used to listen, and it would hype me up and mm. make me feel so good and so like confident before my dates. Okay, that's a good tip. Mm-hmm. Me, I feel like it's all about the outfit. True. And it's very different for everyone. You have to wear something that, yes, it looks appealing, but also it makes you feel good. Like, pick whatever makes you feel like Beyonce and that single ladies music and Seth, there's also that one tip that you gave me that i will forever be thankful for oh is it the meme yes you know the meme that says uh, two shots of vodka oh yeah see for me it's two shots it's not one but really two like i can encourage drinking but it helps me loosen up by the time i get there it kind of releases that stress you know two shots is enough to forget that i'm stressed but not too much that you know i still look cute and sober <laughs> But a more natural and doctor-recommended way of relieving the stress <laughs> okay. is to work out. Yeah. Release all those good hormones. Like, when you're there, go for it. Like, give, like do a big workout. And also, it's going to work on your posture. You're going to stand up taller and you mm. look so much more confident. I'll still see. Show them pipes. I'll still take those two shots. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you also... One thing I've learned, you really have to listen to that gut feeling. Yes. I mean, you'll know after the first day if you want to see them again or if there might be something, you know, worth exploring. At first, you can make mistakes and end up regretting that second date. But by dating more, you'll be able to tune into your intuition and, you know, make a better choice. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, what's the last tip of the night? Uh, the last tip, yes. I think, is not to be too hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. One thing I find that happens to my friends and I when we're single is that when you feel like things are so unfair, it's like you really think everything's unfair. Like, how did this person date just one guy and end up marrying them? Or how did she just get out of a relationship and already found someone better? You know, I think it's it's hard to stay away from it, but you should never compare yourself to others. True. You should only compare yourself to your past or future self. You know, it's not, it's not fair to yourself. Like, not one person has the same journey as another. Someone might look like they have everything accomplished on paper. We've already talked about that. But maybe they don't know who they are or what they want. You know, yeah. you could probably have it very easy in a part of life that they are struggling with. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm so glad that we're doing this, Rich. I feel like it's bringing us closer. Yeah, I love you. Like, you're my adulting soulmate. Like, it just works when we're saying it works. Forever and always, baby, I got you. Got you. This is going to make some people jealous. Well, this brings us to the topic of our next episode, how to deal with being in a relationship, like, Mm. during the relationship itself. Yeah. If you guys have any questions or advice to ask us for our next episode, make sure to DM us on Instagram at The Adulting Podcast. With two T's. And in the words of the great Rachel, that's enough for today. (laughs) We'll see you next time. I hope you guys enjoyed this. So we'll see you next two weeks, I think. We'll try to make it for another episode of The The Adulting Adulting Podcast. Podcast. So what do you think about my nose? You don't like it? It's not that I don't like it. It's, you know, you know, I've always thought it was like... Okay, you know, now that we're at it, I really...